I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the Best of Fives. And uh, we, you got to come up with a name for this recurring. Theme. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's what to call it. Like, because we've been doing some kind of list involving something that's in the movies now. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst title ever. We got to shorten that. Let's call it S S T S S T S. I'd be really impressed if that was actually the initials of what I just said. <laughs> but you know they're not. Not at all. So this week we're counting up in uh, looking forward to Doctor Sleep hitting theaters November 8th. The, I don't know, I was going to say long-awaited sequel to The Shining. Is it a long-awaited? I didn't even know this was in the works or being made until I saw a trailer. You know, you, the book came out, uh, Is it like a ago? newer book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it came out about two years ago, I want to say. Why is it called Dr. Sleep? I don't know. Okay. I didn't read the book. Okay. I don't yeah. read books anymore. I don't read anything but but the color forms. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why, but I'm sure we'll find out. I know the plot of Dr. Sleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, are you looking forward to it? A little bit. It looks weird. It does look weird. I, I love you and a lot, but I just I don't know. I like all the flashbacks in the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of that, that shit. I, that's what I'm thinking. Like the flashbacks to The Shining look amazing. Are why we, isn't Jack like flashback? And why aren't they showing Jack? Are we got why you got November? What 8th? is in this? What if he has like, like a cameo? November eighth. Okay. I don't know because I don't, and I'm glad that I don't know. And we're yeah. certainly not going to spoil anything here because we don't no, know shit. We don't, we don't know anything. We never know anything. Nothing. We're we're doing this. You don't have to worry about us spoiling anything because no. nobody knows less we than know us. We know shit. So I I feel like what you just said is how I feel about it. I'm excited about the 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 reshoots right. of the Shining stuff. Maybe and like new angles or something. From yeah. The kid on this fucking tricycle. Yeah. But some of the stuff that's going on with the new characters, I'm a little I'm a little leery about that. But right. I will see that movie. I don't see many movies, but I will see that. You don't see anything. You should see everything every hour on the hour. Mm-hmm. I will see that. Okay. Because. Well, we'll talk about what we're going to talk about in this list. And what it is, is the best five Stephen King novel adaptations of movies. That's what you texted me, and I said, well, I didn't read anything. And you said it doesn't matter. You don't got to read the book. You don't have to read the books. In fact, of the ones that I have, I've only read one of the books. That's one more than me. (laughs) I mean, we're talking the Stephen King movie adaptations of his novels or short stories. You can include that if you like. Okay. I don't know what's on Chris's list. I don't even know. This is a while ago. Who, Things he's written as Richard Bachman or anything else. Who's that? Well, I, we'll see if it's on your list All or right. not. I don't know. All right. Because some of these are short stories. But uh, I don't know what's on Chris's list, and I, don't, and I know what's on mine, but I'm interested but your to list hear. is always better than fucking my list. Your, your list on I'll Be Back was, was pretty cool. Don't shame your list. My list sucks. Let's hear your list. You go first. All right. My number five. Trying to do some 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 research here. Are you doing research now? As we speak. Yeah. As the as the show's going on. <laughs> as the show's going on. Okay. Um, I think I only know this recently. I think when it's when this came out, which I was the year, and you'll go, oh, that one. Eighty seven. Okay. I got to put it on my list. 
But I didn't think I knew it was a Stephen King thing until years later. The Running Man. Okay. Okay. That's the that's a short story written by Richard Bachman. Who's that? That's his one of his pseudonyms. That's like him. A fake name. Whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Why that, does he say Stephen King? I I think that authors do that because. If you see Stephen King, you have an expectation. It's going to be about the horror or supernatural and that kind of stuff. And what if he wanted to write something like The Running Man, he doesn't want someone to come in with those expectations. I didn't even notice that. So is his name even in the movie, like in the thing at all? I think over the credits it says, based upon the short story by Richard Bachman. See, I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. It's just it's a movie. You know, I love Arnold. We talked about that in the last episode. And I think it's cool how it's a reality series like Survivor, you know, going wrong kind of thing. And it's just, it's just really, it's different, I guess, too. It's not really like a horror thing. No. It's just fucked up. Yeah, and I, like, (laughs) I don't know what else is on your list, but some of his most acclaimed stuff, not really horror. You're right. So, they're not necessarily on my list. Well, number five is Running Man. All right. My number five also fits into that category. Not horror. And I think the running theme of Stephen King that I like, because I have read some of his books. I didn't read this one. But I like his, the way he reveals evil in its many forms. I think that's what he's good at. And my first example is 1998's Apt Pupil. That was Giant Depp? No. Or Ian McKellen. Okay. It's the story of the young boy who befriends the elderly next-door neighbor, which turns out to be a Nazi. Okay. It's uh, in that I, I, that's what I think King is good at, the evil. And in this case, it's the evil next door and the evil that man is able to commit. And Ian McKellen is so great. And that's the first time I think I ever saw him. I don't know. When do you remember Ian, seeing Ian, Ian McKellen? X-Men. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I X-Men, Lord of the Rings. I never cared about that guy at all. But that was the first time I ever... He's really great in it. And uh, it's a subtle one for a King movie. It's a slow burn. But it's one of my favorite ones. And, and I think it's really about McKellen's performance. And I do really like World War II themed things. And, right. and studies of the Holocaust and, and that kind of stuff. And I think that is a really solid entry for uh, a story being put on screen. Just my number five. Okay. Pupil. Okay. It's better than my number four. <laughs> tell you that. Now, you know how Spielberg made Jaws and you're just your sharks are are always killers. No matter what. If you see a shark, you know it's gonna fucking bite you in the ass. Yeah. Bite you in the ass. <laughs> um But what he did with this with this animal creature, everyone loves dogs. And Cujo, to me, I haven't seen, seen this movie, I swear to God, in like 30, 40 years. In a long time. 30, 40 I years. I swear to God. But I just remember loving how everyone has a dog. And now they're afraid to go home and pet their dog because it might be fucking Cujo. And even to this day, we always say jokes about movie lines. I call bad dogs Cujos all the time. Oh, okay. The dog bites you. I said, what's wrong with Cujo? I always say the word Cujo. And I think Cujo is just so fucking, because it's your pet going wrong. Right. And I think that's just... And I think D. Wallace Stone's great. Who's the boss kid? Which I just saw last <laughs> weekend. He's fucking great. But it's just it's just creepy as hell because you're in a locked car sweating your ass off and there's a fucking big ass... St. Bernard, was it? I it was a St. Bernard, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a St. Bernard in the book, but I think it was in the in movie. In the movie, yeah. I've never seen that. 
Never, never. No. It's so it just—I didn't even know it's been so long. I seen Cujo. But, but you're right. That has become that has become the name for any dog. Yeah, that's crazy. Any dog that's fucking drooling from the mouth or or is attacking you, Cujo. Yeah, in any show, take it easy, Cujo. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it's 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 good because everyone loves dogs and and it's it's this, this killer's in your house. Yeah. There's there's one over there. <laughs> and I'm sure she'll bark at some point. <laughs> but Cujo's my number four. All right. All right. My number four is from 1984, and it's Children of the Corn. This was the first horror movie I ever saw. And Seriously? It, oh, my God. And, it, and, it, and I saw it on videotape, and it affected me big time because I was never allowed to watch anything like this. I right. was not allowed to watch R-rated movies. I was not allowed to watch no, horror. No boobies. No no cursing. No. No, no blood. No, no blood. knives. Nothing. Okay. And I went to the shore with my friend Andrew and his big sister, who was in high school at the time, and we were in, I don't know, I was probably in seventh grade. She had friends along, and they rented movies, and we're like, oh, let's, we're going to watch a movie. You want to watch a movie? It was Children of the Corn. And you sat there and you watched it? I watched Children of the Corn Petrified? start to finish. I scared the shit out of me. And It's been a long time since I've seen that one, too. I, I felt so badly about having seen it when I went home. I confessed to my parents what? that I had seen an R-rated movie. and I What they seen, say? They were mad at the guy's parents. At the <laughs> kid's parents. You're never, you're never going to go see him again. <laughs> <laughs> I have a phone call to make then. <laughs> beep, boop, 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 beep, beep. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so, I confessed. But I watched it a few weeks ago. It's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it anytime you want for free. It holds up. And Isaac, the kid that the kid or man that looks like a kid, whatever that guy is, that is Isaac. <laughs> yeah, wears the little pilgrim hat. Holy shit, that guy is creepy great. Show? It's still creepy. I haven't seen it in so long. And then and and the redhead kid from the Burbs. I know that Mal- guy. The, Malachi. Yeah. And then when Isaac dies and he comes back, Malachi still scares the shit out of me. Do you do you think of that? You must have when you drive by cornfields yeah yeah that's it that leads into kind of what you were saying it's like like he made dogs scary yeah he made driving past the cornfield scary (laughs) he he made eating corn the cob fucking frightening yeah happy fourth of july (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong david nothing what's like what really remind me what is this these kids from like what the thing that that's what i think is the other thing that scared me about it because i grew up very religious, and it affected me from a religious standpoint because it was killing in the name of a perceived god, and that was disturbing to me. For I, the kids felt like that that once you got older, right, you couldn't be trusted and you had to die. The kids thought this in the, in the movie. Yes. Okay. And what's her name? Linda, stupid little Linda Hamilton. Before she was, she's a, in that. She, yeah, before she it's was a catcher's while. mitt. And Peter Horton. That's today she's a catcher's man. <laughs> and Peter Horton. <laughs> Who's that guy's name? Sounds familiar. Who's that? He was in Thirty Something, I think. I Did, don't know. He sucks. Has he heard of who? <laughs> that, that was stupid. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> they stumble into the town, and some of the kids are not yet quite evil. I don't think really a lot of the kids are evil. They're just doing this because they're told to by this cultish. What are their parents saying? They're dead. Oh, they killed. They killed their parents. Yes, the, the parents are dead. Forever. He told. He told Isaac. Told him kill the parents. And no one says anything to like Ralphie and Billy. Like, where's your parents? Ralphie and Billy. There's no parent. There's no adults in the town. They're all kids. 
The whole town's kids. Kids. <laughs> Except <laughs> it was kids. the kids. Kids. Except for the there's like a guy that owns a gas station on the outside of town. Because because he had no kids to kill him. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Right. They end up killing him too. The hell. So great movie, and I think it's more just for the way it affected me as a kid. But I did watch it the other day, and it's still it's still pretty damn good. Is there like four of them or five of them? Isn't there like other shit? Yeah, them? forget those. Forget that other shit. Yeah. And there's a list of, online of sequels made from Stephen King adaptations where they use his characters. So those aren't from anything that he's done. There's, no. Okay. And there, and I looked at the list. There's a two or a three or a four of almost every movie that he's done. Is there a Cujo too? I bet there I'm is. I'm looking it up because I would watch that. Google that shit right now. I bet you there is a two, at least a two of almost every one of his most famous works. And there's no way any of them are good. There is something here called Cujo Canine Unit Joint Operations. I don't know what that is. Oh, look. <laughs> it stands for Cujo. <laughs> I, just caught, I just caught that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that has anything to do with I don't think so either. All right. Anyway. But that's it, though. Yeah, all right. Yeah, there's a there's there's other children in the corns. I don't yeah. know what I don't know what's going on with them. But that's my number two, that's, number four. That's, that's my number four. <clears throat> it's been forever since I've seen that one. All right, my number three. Um, never saw the original. I finally I just I saw it in the movie theaters. Part two was not as good as part one, but something about Pennywise is fucking awesome. It. I just I I love this movie. I could watch this movie every Halloween season. What it did to me, like it really, there's scenes I was like, "Whoa!" I, I don't get scared. I'm like, I just, I just think that's fucked up, right? But I never saw the old one. But I think, I think this, this new how it's going now today, the whole Pennywise shit, it was was pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they are great. I, I didn't it. see the second one, but that first one yeah. is one of my honorable mentions. It's really good. Yeah, not the Tim Burton or uh, Tim Curry, Curry one. Yeah, I never seen it. I know people love it. People yeah. love him. People I've never like seen that either. Harry Anderson and John Ritter, because they're in that, right? Are they? Yeah, in in the adult versions of of whatever. Oh, they're adult versions of the kids. But yeah, I I think it is 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 it was really good. I was shocked on how good this movie was about a fucking clown. Yeah, and all that's 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 my because movie. it's like Stand by Me meets a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Which he also wrote. Yes. <laughs> So that's my number Unless, three. I hope I'm not spilling anything. I doubt you have that on your list. What's that? Stand by me. Number two. It is not. I swear to God. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's that's fine. But he, go ahead. You're you're next. All right. My number three then is Stand by me. <laughs> the kind of the first. It, it's I think it's the first adaptation of one of his books, and it's 1976's Carrie. Ooh. Okay. And this is all about two things to me. The first thing is the performances. The Oscar-nominated performances by Sissy Spacek. She was nominated for that? For a horror movie? Yeah. And Piper Laurie. Uh, the mo- They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh. <laughs> is like, that Sandler? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where he got it. <laughs> she says that. I mean, that's that's where he took that from. Right, right. They both got nominated for Oscars. Uh, but everybody's good in it. Travolta's good. Nancy Allen's good. Goddamn, the greatest American hero's good in this. I just met Nancy Allen, Allen last weekend. Did you? Yeah, I did. I got her autograph. On what? On Robocop. Robocop. Yeah, figures. What do you mean? <laughs> but there was a photo of him and her, and she asked where, where I was from. I said, you know, you know Quakertown. It's, it's, you know her. Oh, I know where Quakertown is. We we filmed them um, Blowout in Philly. Okay. And we drove through Quakertown. And I'm, I'm like, eh. But if she... 
Associated Quakertown, Philadelphia. She yeah. probably actually does. Good she for did, her. She, she looked like a, 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 a not as a bad catcher's mitt, but almost bad catcher's mitt. <laughs> she was a catcher's mitt that had been, that had been oiled? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody's good in it. It's 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 a really good story. It's actually a good story. Not that you can show this to kids because it is pretty nasty, but it is a good story of bullying. Yeah. Not that this would really happen. Right. What happens to the bullies? But uh, I don't know. There's some lessons I guess you can learn from Carrie. But how long does it take to get a bucket of blood up there? Like I gotta, I don't be... know. The pig's blood. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be like, how long does that take? You gotta find a pig. You gotta gut it. <laughs> You gotta pour it in a bucket. They gotta walk from Home Depot with a bucket of blood. Eh, 10, 10-15 minutes. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Tops. <laughs> <laughs> I went and got myself a pig and I slit his throat <laughs> over here. Over here. <laughs> and that is the second thing, is what you're talking about. That scene. Yeah. That is the perfectly directed scene. Everything in that <laughs> the visuals. The multi-shots, it looks like a comic book at times because you're seeing several things around the room. It looks like Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. Where you're seeing... You see square little boxes. Right, you're seeing several things. It's really, really ahead of its time. And the money shot for me is not the blood drop with the bucket and all. I think that's what a lot of people think. The money shot for me is moments later when she's in full-on rage. Yeah. And people are dying there's a shot of her drenched in blood eyes wide open and as she's standing there the fire erupts behind her yeah it's a gorgeous yeah. uh chilling and just unbelievably iconic shot to me and that's my number three what the fuck what's what's stephen king like what happened to him <laughs> all these stories that he writes man and all you know like what the fuck i was reading about him today and uh, he's a messed up guy. Yeah, he's, how old is he now? He has to be up there. 60s? I don't know. 70s? I'd, I'd say he's older now. He's probably in his 80s. But uh, he still looks pretty good. Though. He, he's still writing shit. Yeah. I, I saw a thing about... I was reading about The Shining today. Some of the trivia. Yeah. And he said... Uh, there's the scenes where Jack is interrupted by... Um, Danny, when he's writing. Right. He said that's in there because he remembers a time when he was writing and his kid interrupted him and he wanted to kill him. Like, he said this. He was so angry with his kid he wanted to kill him. Who would say that? No. <laughs> did he? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And the, what did he, there was another one in there about The Shining. He said that... After the movie came out, he didn't understand why people thought it was scary. <laughs> yeah, he just... must have like a, like a different visual of what he's making. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> All right, Carrie's my number three. Number what, three. What's your number two, Chris? My number two has not been said yet. <laughs> now, see, I have like maybe like ten more here. But as of each one I'm looking, I'm like out of all the ones here I wrote down. Stand by me. I haven't seen a movie in sixty-eight years. Yeah. I just remember seeing it and being a kid and being one of them when I could see a dead body. I think I think it was such a great movie for me at that time. Uh-huh. I, if I see it today, I might, I might fucking hate it. I don't know. Right. But I think I just remember how much I was like, I can relate to fucking all those kids doing dumbass shit and hopefully seeing a dead body. 
Yeah, everybody, everybody has morbid curiosity. Oh, right. If, I wouldn't mind singing one, you know what I mean? I would just uh, But if that had happened in our town when we were little, kids would have done that. Oh, God, yeah. And we could have uh, ran down our, our little tiny railroad, which I drove to work one day, and the things were halfway down. Yeah? No train's been through here fucking for 96 <laughs> years. You know what I mean? It was just for your benefit. It was weird. I had to, I had to go around the whole K&L area. <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, I just remember... I, I don't remember much from it, but I just remember liking it back then. Mm. Today, I don't know. But out of, out of all the other ones, like, I don't remember, like, Christine and Miss, and, like, all the other shit, I'm like, no. That didn't leave an impact, like, <clears throat> Stand By Me did. River Phoenix is awesome in that movie. It's a shame, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish he was still around, because he was, he was a fantastic actor. I find the other kids in that annoying. You find the, um... The fat Jerry o- O'Connell. Yeah, I find them all annoying. And in fact, I feel that way a little bit about it. I like it a lot, but I find the kids in those movies annoying to the point in it where I'm rooting for the clown. <laughs> like, you just you just sound like your son just walked in while you were writing a book or something. <laughs> and you, and you want to kill him now? <laughs> I told you not to disturb me. But I think it is for it. It's the it's the Stranger Things that was such a huge smash, and it is kind of like. A little side story of that, maybe. Mm. And the kids in it, too. So it's like, you, you just... I can see why they're annoying at, at times. Yeah. yeah. I hate those kids. And, and stand by me, I hate Corey Feldman. I hate his guts. I hate his guts in general, I think. Do you really? Yeah. He's a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> go for it! Go for it! <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a... I just... I, I, I might change my mind. I haven't seen this, this movie in so fucking long. I want to hear you watch it. Watch it right now. Okay. We'll wait. Hold on. That's my, my number. What was that? Number two? That was number, number two. two. All right. Back to you. My number two, you just mentioned, as one of the ones you don't give a shit about, and it's 2007's The Mist. Yeah. Okay. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Right. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. I think this is King's best modern analysis of evil. Because you think it's going to be the supernatural thriller with a monster in the mist, and it is all those things. Right. But the real horror in that movie is what goes on in that grocery store between the people who are willing to do anything to survive. Yeah. The the scariest parts of that movie are the grocery store. Not the tentacles and all that. And right. the mist. I don't give a shit about what the mist. What is the mist, though? Like, what is it? I guess it's like, I, well, I guess if you want to look at it from a just cut and dry standpoint, it's an alien that they eventually learn to get rid of. If you don't, you could say it's some kind of reckoning. It's uh, some sort of sort of act of nature punishing man for the Ruining way the world or something. Who knows? It, it, it's it, it's it's a much better version of the happening by Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, this is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. What? No, <laughs> the wind blowing the trees. <laughs> Dude, that that was bad. Okay, yes. I watch a movie as as many times as I can. What was happening? Oh my god, it is so much fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst piece of shit ever. Okay, and yeah, then and and while you're watching it, you're like, "This is so bad. I can't believe it's so bad." And then you go, "Maybe it's supposed to be bad." There's no I'm way like, these people could be this bad. And then you're like, "Who was in that? It's him and who is who was it? Zoe Deschanel." And, oh yeah. And then you're like. No, they just suck. They just suck in this movie, and everything about it sucks. And then ten minutes later, you're like, "They're they're doing something." <laughs> like what? What? No. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I think the idea 
in that movie is that people at the root are evil. Yeah, they'll do anything to to survive. People are selfish and people yeah. are cruel, and that when the shit hits the fan, people will revert to some base instinctual value right. of if you have to die for die. me to not die yeah that's okay with me right yeah it's gucci baby <laughs> like i think that's okay i love the scenes in that store and marcia gay harden especially she's like uh, yeah yeah and and i think this is another thing i king i guess he takes shots at religion whenever he can because I don't know. He uh, don't give a fuck. No. He's going to hell either way. He knows that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of all the shit he fucking writes. She's some kind of a religious zealot. And she uses religion to get the people all in a tizzy about somebody needs to go out there and die. Because that's what religion does. <laughs> the true horror of that movie isn't what's going on outside with the monsters. It's what's going on inside with the people that you see every day. Because they're monsters. Yes. Yeah. The real monsters are inside the store. This is it's so it's so realistic. It's genius. Yeah, it and is. I'm not. I mean, I think the movie was overlooked. Like it I, sounds I think, like maybe yeah. you were, you like like it was just kind of like yeah it came it's a horror movie yeah, what, yeah I think it deserves a second watch and if you haven't seen it I think you should and I'm not gonna spoil the ending but that ending. Holy I, I totally forget. Shit. But I I know I watched. They had a TV show. It was yeah. only a couple oh, right, right, years right. Ago, and I watched the whole fucking thing. Well, I'm not going to say then. Do, do you not I, remember I, how it I, ends? I, I don't. Holy shit. I'm going to have to watch that. It's, it's, and you like Thomas Jane. I love Thomas Jane. It is one of the most gut-wrenching scenes in movie know. history. I do now. And he does it so well. It's you in a remember car, now? Right? It's in a car. In a car. I remember this now. I do. Something bad yeah, happens I in a car. This now. Okay. And the bad thing is not yes. only does it happen, but right after it hadn't, it didn't need to happen. Yes, I remember that now. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Okay. So if you haven't seen the mist, you really should watch. That it. That is good. You know what? Fucking take off Stranger Things. Uh, what I say, Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger. Take things. off. Stand by me. <laughs> it's been. A, I haven't seen any of his movies in, in, in so long. Well, that's my number two. Number two is great. Now. I don't know about you, because your list is always your list are always smart. No, I think our number ones should match. I think they will, but I don't know why I put it there. But when you think Stephen King, you think of The Shining. Yes, and 1980, we were seven, eight, I guess maybe when we we were seven, but we're not watching The Shining. Watched, yeah, but I, I, I well, I, I wasn't. I don't know what you. That's were doing. right, because you weren't allowed allowed to watch. I wasn't shit. allowed to watch Children of the Corn in 1986. I just remember I I love The Shining, but I don't know why because nothing really happens. Mm. It's just the the performances of, of Jack. Is, I fucking fucking love that's that's him, and Olive Oil, whatever her name is, <laughs> Shelley Duvall. Ugly as shit. You know what I mean? Kill her. I I don't care. <laughs> but everything, the whole red rum and the fucking twins and the fucking blood and the and that and that black dude. I don't know the guy's name. It's Gavin Crothers. Okay, him. Dick, o- Dick Holleran. Fucking paintings and shit. Mm. It's such a great movie, but when I watch it sometimes, like like Luke wants to watch it before uh, Doctor Sleeps Out. Yeah, but I don't know if I like it because I don't know. I think I think it's boring. Maybe at that age. Yeah. But maybe if I watch it today, I will love it. But it's it's so it's it's classic. It's it's I can't not have The Shining as as number one. I can't put fucking. Maximum Overdrive as, <laughs> as, as number one. Even though I do like that 
moving at all. But you just like the Green Goblin on I the front I of do. the truck. I, I like Estevez too, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a Shining. It's like it's like a movie that you you almost have to watch every Halloween. But I don't know why, because nothing really happens. Hmm. And for me, I need shit to happen. But I still like it. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Okay. That's that's an interesting <laughs> reason to like it. Because I don't know. I don't. I don't. Cause you I don't, don't know why. You don't even know why you like it. But it's like, you just do. I don't know if I want to say that I'm forced to like it. It's the, you. You gotta like The Shining. Like who says? Like I'll be honest. I cannot stand. I don't know if they're on your list. I don't know. Shawshank. Uh uh-huh. And I know the world loves it. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. I think it's boring as hell. Right. That's how people might feel about The Shining. I, I feel the know. same way about Shawshank Redemption. Okay. I think it's overrated. People it's love a, it. It's a really good. St- it's a really good story and it's well acted and I get it. Um, for a long time, that was the number one uh, rated movie it? on IMDb and it still might be. I can't stand it. I think it's boring as hell. Yeah, it, it, you, I, I don't think I'll ever watch it a second time. No. Yeah. I was almost forced to watch it one time just because everyone said it's so great. Yeah, that and The Green Mile. Those, yeah. Those are his It's like Academy Award winning um, a lot of respect kind of movies and uh, but do you think why eh, i can i could do without either of them really <laughs> eh, eh. so that's that's my number one is the shining what's yours dave maximum overdrive it is it is maximum no <laughs> it's a no-brainer it's the reason we're here it's one of the few perfect films to me ever made 1980s the shining is a masterpiece in every aspect of filmmaking to me yes totally um, agree. and you know, king has never been happy with it and there are differences from the book. This is the one book that I did read. But he should kind of shut up about all that. And, and he doesn't... He really has to now because I read this today. I didn't know this. He used to bitch about The Shining all the time. I know he doesn't... Yeah. He, he hates everything. Things. He hates a lot of stuff about it. He he didn't want Jack Nicholson. He thought Jack Nicholson was all wrong. He thought Shelley Duvall was all wrong. Well, she is all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he did not like the changes they made. And yada, yada, yada. It went on and on and on. He used to shit on this movie all the time. But I guess whatever the deal was made that when Kubrick made The Shining, he somehow ended up with the rights to the story. Kubrick did. Kubrick did. So when King wanted to either it was either make the Stephen Weber version of The Shining that was his vision of The Shining, or to write Doctor Sleep, I think it was to actually write Doctor Sleep. He had to sign a document saying to the to the estate of Stanley Kubrick that he wouldn't say shit about how bad The Shining is anymore. Seriously? He probably killed him to have to do that because he's been sh- he'd been shitting on that movie forever. Forever. And then now he's not allowed to say anything about it anymore. He's and what happens if he does? He gets sued? Probably by the estate <clears throat> of Stanley Kubrick because he owned he somehow ended up with the rights. I have a feeling Stephen King has a way to fucking kill you. <laughs> you know, I don't know. All right. Um... And I, I, I'm not going to go on and on about The Shining because it is one of my all-time favorite movies and this show would just become boring and last too long. Right. Because I could talk about The Shining all day. There's if, if you're a Shining fan, I suggest watching. There's several documentaries about The Shining. I know you're a huge fucking fan. You watched that ho- that hotel room. Yeah, one. it's called Room 237. Yeah, I know It you talks about everything. And God, there's if you even just, just read the trivia on IMDb about The Shining. Everything about it, you'll go, wow. Like every single fact, one after the other, about the filmmaking and about what happened to Shelley Duvall during it and and how um, they made the movie 
itself. That that big, you know, the big room where he does his writing. Yeah, they call yeah, it the yeah. Colorado Room. Yeah, that's uh, L Street Studios. That's the Well of the Souls from uh, Raiders Is of the Lost Ark. Really? Yeah, that's the same room. He's writing in right at where the snakes are. There's all kinds of great stuff about this okay. movie, but if you, to me, if you want to see who was right about The Shining, watch the Stephen Weber version of The Shining. And Is you, that, do you like that one better? It's no. Okay. It, <laughs> and you'll decide that that was on TV. There wasn't this like a two-hour yeah. movie or something. Or yeah, maybe I don't know. Kubrick was right to to make the changes he did to do it the way he did. Like what's what's different? I mean, you read the book. Like what's from the book to the movie? Yeah. Like what did he add that Stephen King's like? Oh, that's that's stupid. I think it started with he didn't like he didn't like Nicholson and he didn't like the way he didn't like Jack. He didn't like the way that Jack Torrance was portrayed in the Kubrick film. He thought that in the book, Jack Torrance is more of like a he's more of a dick. Than a murderous maniac. Yeah, okay. Um, and he thought in the movie, the movie starts and ends to to King with Nicholson already being fucking crazy. Like when he's interviewing for the job, he's right. already crazy. Jack Nicholson. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, he he was like a hair away from where he needed to be. Yeah, and he needed it to be more of a progression. There are a bunch of different differences in the book. The 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 book doesn't end that way. the The book ends with the hotel uh, blowing up and burning down because in the book, Jack Tor- one of Jack Torrance's jobs is he's supposed to be daily doing daily maintenance on the boiler, and he never does it. So after a while, the boiler explodes. Eh, that, that's pretty. And I funny. think, and I haven't read the book since I was in high school. I think he actually saves Danny and Wendy. I think he gets them out of the hotel before the boiler explodes killing him and burning down the hotel huh um it didn't sound like the, like the one i like you know, you know yeah there are a lot of different like i know one of the things they wanted to do you know there's bushes outside the, yeah. the topiaries in the book they were going to do it in the movie but kubrick couldn't find a way to do it they all come to life like a like a disney tim burton thing <laughs> kind of i guess i and don't know dance around and shit on you one of the other things that's really weird and there's only a really brief mention of it in the movie is there are other ghosts in the hotel in the book and two of them are these gay guys whoa that like to dress up like animals and screw i mean people like to do that you're talking to one (laughs) (laughs) so you remember in the shining when the shit's really hitting the fan she's running around and then she looks in that one room and there's a guy on his knees about to blow another guy yes and he's wearing like a bear costume yeah that's those two guys that's the only time you see them in the is movie. Is that where they got the term bear? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there's little stuff like that here and there. It's it's a great yeah. They, all the shit that that you're, that you're saying makes me like makes me kind of like want to watch it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Steven Weber one isn't that bad, right? But it's still you're watching. I, I'm not the biggest Jack Nicholson fan, but this is to me his be- best performance. Yeah, I love this, him this in this. Him. So you have Jack Nicholson on one hand and the guy from Wings. Yeah, it, you can't really. No, there's no. There's Isn't no. Tim Daly the voice of Batman too, and on the cartoon or something? Oh, there you go, bringing it all back. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a no-brainer. It's the best. It's uh, the reason we're doing this because and, uh, and Doctor Sleep is 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 Hugh McGregor is is the kid all growing up. Is Danny as a grown? Did up. you see the the trailer where he puts his head in the same hole? Yeah, 
that's it's going to be great uh, that kind of stuff is going to be great is this hotel i heard is this hotel can't can't you tour it can you go there and and tour this hotel i think so i think you could for a while i forget i want to say like colorado or something like that i don't know i don't know but i know actually i know that some of the stuff you would like some of the trivia because it's star wars and indiana jones related um some of the outside scenes with the snow and stuff, they filmed some of the Hoth scenes like almost at the same time. Oh, the, they the, both the, came the, out the same 80, year. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of uh, stuff that's you know involving all of those really great things, and I love that when that happens. Well, this is kind of I just I went to a convention last weekend and I met I don't know I think the guy's name was David Ograth I think that's his name. Um, supposedly he did sound effects for Raiders. Okay. So I brought my um, poster just just because I was like, who's this guy? And the guy made the sound effects for when Indy's pushing on that big thing and, he, and it falls over. Yeah. He made that sound effect. Okay. Whoever did that. He made the fucking snakes. Cool. Sound effect. And he made when Marion sees that one skeleton and that snake scream. Yeah. That's him. Oh, that's his voice? That's his voice. That's cool. Oh, connects to, you know, to The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any honorable mentions? I well, I, as I said, like Miss Christine. I tell you one thing. I don't care when you think fucking broken ankle, you think of fucking misery. Yeah, like that. That's on my list. Carrie um, and Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> yeah, I, the ones I have as honorable mentions. It was there was something good about it, but it wasn't the whole movie. No, no. And misery. Is just uh, just the hobbling scene. That's the only yeah. scene I would really watch. With the ankle when that thing hits the fucking the side and the, the wood between the feet. It's like, great. There's a show on now. I don't watch it. Tim Robbins is on it. It's 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 on Hulu. I don't even know what's called now. Oh, it's Castle Rock. Yeah, Castle Rock. I think the whole second season's all about misery, like all about her, whatever her name is. Younger. Okay. Yeah, because that's the town that he sets his stories in. Yeah. Yeah. So. And. That's actually that town is one of my other honorable mentions. It's needful things, and I just like the story idea because it's more religious stuff. Like the devil comes to your town and opens a store, and he has everything you want. He has this trinket that you've wanted your whole life, and all you have to do is sell your soul to him and do a deed for and do a deed for him. You can have this if you go cave your neighbor's face in with a baseball bat. What do you think of that? My yeah. new neighbor, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I do like that. Pet Cemetery. I know would be on most people's list. It's not on either of ours. I'm no. surprised. Yeah. The only thing I really like about the movie is the lady with spina bifida that lives like under the bed. She's like the sister. It's been a long time. I saw the remake, which was kind of kind of kind of cool, but I, I forget that. That woman creeps me out. Other than that, I'm not a. I don't know. I'm not a big Pet Cemetery guy. You know, it's it's a cool idea but it's kind of like what the fuck yeah i don't care i also like 1408 with john cusack okay i like self-contained movies and all that being contained in that um because he's a paranormal investigator yeah 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 and uh the crap that he goes through in that movie is pretty good it's right. not enough to make the list the one that almost made my list and it's just not enough good in it to make the list is Dreamcatcher, 2003. I remember that one, yeah. I love that one because it's more, it's just like these buddies who are having a weekend out in the cabin and then bad stuff happens. Yeah. But it's the, it's the before the bad stuff happens that was really good. Like I, I could, the movie just could have ended as 
and that, and that's it. As like, a bunch of guys having a having a good time, guys weekend. There's there's a real and I think about this a lot. That movie has the perfect, um, I don't know, construct of what your memory is. I've talked about this before on other shows. I love this. So the guy's talking about how your memory only has enough room for a certain number of things. And then they show inside the guy's head. And it's like a big filing system. It's like a big warehouse with boxes. And he's in his own head putting boxes on the shelves, walking around putting boxes on the shelf. And he has a story where if he wants to remember Derek Jeter's batting average from 1996... That means something else has to be purged from his memory. So he puts he he has like the batting average box and he puts it on a shelf. He's like, if I want to remember what Derek Jeter's batting average was, What's that means I have to get rid of my jerk off fantasy about my high school girlfriend. You know that has to go. Right. So right. I don't want to lose that memory. No. So I got to pick something else. Something else has to go from my memory for me to remember that batting average. And it's him walking around in his head with file folders. This sounds like Inside Out. It's so good. <laughs> This is where they got the idea for Inside Out. They didn't mention the uh, the masturbating character, though. Yeah, and and the boxes are labeled, and one of them definitely says jerk off fantasies. (laughs) Jesus, Stephen King is he's smart as shit, you know. He's brilliant. Yeah, he he really is. I mean, what other guy out there? Nobody, you know. People have their own series. I mean, like the Game of Thrones and Hunger Games and. That's only like a little piece of my And uh, Harry Potter's and stuff. But this is a this is a career of writing great stories. He's a great storyteller, and uh, from it has come some really great books. When was he in that? Wasn't Stephen King in that major car accident? Yeah, I think so. Did he didn't he write something because of that? Like, didn't he write like a like a? Did he? I, I, I think so. Like, I think he wrote like a really popular one during his fucking. I don't know. You're probably right. He's a Red Sox fan. That's the one thing I, I was like going to say that, too. Boston, right? Yeah, I hate that shit. Why? Come on, Red Sox. I don't know. Come on. What, what, what's wrong with Boston Red Sox? They're the Boston Red Sox. That's what's wrong with them. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. Well, we're going to have to uh, pick another movie soon. What else is coming out soon? Well, I, I have one in, in, the, in, the, in the can up here for um, Bad Boys. In your memory? In my memory, what in my box. Have, what did you have to get rid of? Not my jerk-off box. <laughs> I, I tell you that. That jerk-off box is in a safe. You know, I don't have a box. I got a fucking like, warehouse of, of, of jerk-off. I would love to see in your mind, and every box says jerk-off fantasies, except one that's like, you know, my kids when they were little. <laughs> and the discography of the Hooters. <laughs> All right, well, we'll pick another movie. Because bad boys don't yeah. come out for a while. January, yeah, we, we gotta do something. We, we gotta do something for maybe um, Star Wars. We gotta do something. Ugh. We gotta do something. We can do our worst Star Wars moments. That'd be awesome. We only pick five. <laughs> <laughs> we can do ten episodes of, <laughs> of five each. All right. Well, we will pick something soon. Thank you for listening to this. And uh, if you see Doctor Sleep, I hope you enjoy it. Let us know on our Facebook page on uh, Neozaz. Whether you liked it or not, it'll be on uh, Twitter as well. And uh, if you want to follow us, Chris, you're not on Twitter much, right? I don't know all that shit. Okay. I, I go on there. I mean, I have a Twitter account. You do? But I don't I just post my movie reviews. Okay. Well, follow Neozaz on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we'll keep pumping out these content as in long our, as... In our jerk-off, our jerk-off box. We keep pumping out the jerk-off you always find a way to ruin the end of the show with something what? sexual. I know. 
I'm sorry. It's all right. We'll see you next time. Bye. My grandmother and I could hold conversations entirely without ever opening our mouths. She called it shiny. Here's Johnny. Ah!